and welcome back to the Commander's Vault. I'm JB. I'm Neil. And I'm Dale. And uh, it is August 7th, so you know what that means. That means some double Masters pack cracking. And uh, we're going to be doing that on, uh, on the show today. We have with us Neil, the owner of the Comics Vault, and he has graciously provided us with some packs to crack. So, uh, Neil, what, uh, what kind of what vibe do you get from this set just from, uh, just from getting it in? Uh, I get the vibe of this is one of the biggest checks I've had to cut so far this year for my shipment of all my my double masters. This stuff was expensive. Yeah. Um, I know that everyone's going to feel the price when they go to buy it, but um, these were these were hefty hefty price tags. Um, I think they they cost me two hundred bucks. A, a box. box. Holy shit. Yep. Yeah. For a box of double masters, it's good. I've always I said if you, if you're going to get a hit, it's going to be a big hit, and you're going to make a bunch of money. Yes. There's some bricks in there, too. But scared money don't make money. That's <laughs> right. what I said earlier today. Yeah. So. Uh, well, I wanted to say, I just uh, opened this box. The first box topper, the uh, pack and the cards inside of it are damaged. They're bent. And, uh, the, bo- the box topper is just completely creased on the, uh, on the, le- on the left side, uh, if you're looking at its facing. We're going to open it up and find out what damaged cards are in there. Yeah, what, what force of will, like, bent to shit. Yeah, pre-orders were uh, were great for this set. Um, a lot of interest. Um, and we'll get a oh, doubling, the doubling season, season. and season. mine. Both of them are damaged. Oh, wow. That's way worse than I was expecting. It's just a straight crease line. Yeah, straight through. That's nuts. That's sad. Yeah, I'll still play the doubling season. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about... Uh, Double Masters a ton tonight. We're going to be cracking packs in the background, a little, uh, little ambiance for, uh, for the rest of you. Yeah, right off the bat, uh, doubling season, um, Urza's mine in the showcase. Uh, I, I don't think that these box hoppers can be foil. Yeah, for the non-VIP right. editions and stuff like that. It's a... Uh, it's a heck of a set, but like like we talked about, it has a ton of chaff, a ton of garbage. Double the double the rares, double the miss. And another yeah, upside down card in the middle. That's that's what's so weird. It's a fulminator. Oof. Yeah. Not too good of a pack there. All right, my my turn. <laughs> Can't just watch. I mean, there's a lot of pretty banging cards in this set, so I'm, I'm thinking I'll pull some good stuff. Um, we got an Isochron Scepter and a Baleful Strix. Not something you really want to see. Eh. I think uh, around around here in this shop, the cards that everyone was most excited for were Force. I think everyone yeah. wants to get that Force. Um, I, I think you ordered one, right? Yeah. 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 A lot of um, anticipation for uh, the new art on the Rift. It's got to be your box. It's got that flip. Yeah, you guys can't on. obviously see, but every pack Dale opens, the middle card is upside down of every pack. Yeah, I got a Stone Forge and a Flooded Grove with a foil chromatic star. Interesting. Ooh, uh, one of the things I just got uh, uncommon is the Oubliette. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a pretty sweet addition. They they changed the the text. It was a little hard to format 
if you listen to the professor, he's been calling for Oubliette to be reprinted forever. Um, but now it comes in. It's an uncommon. Uh, Noble Hierarch and Goblin Guide are my, my rares there. Yeah, that's a good reprint there. It's a That's a solid card. Oubliette? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this set also comes with two buy a box promos. Oh, minor. Getting tracked, they'll be delivered tomorrow. We have a Wrath of God and Court of Colony, too. Blood Moon uh, and Joyra. Yeah, Blood Moon, staple. And a foil rare stone hewer giant. What the fuck is Ion Storm? <laughs> I don't know. I, I've never even heard of this card. Read it it's, off. Uh, it's a red enchantment, two and one red. Uh, for one and a red, remove a 1-1 one, one counter or a charge counter from a permanent you control. It deals two damage to any target. And engineered explosives. Huh, I might... That seems like it might fit in my uh, Fire Fletcher deck, maybe. Be able to remove counters off of anything and then just ping pesky problems. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> that our deck is so funny. Yeah, no one expects the uh, kicker tribal. Kicker tribal. More kicker, please, wizard. Dale doesn't ask you for much, except for undamaged box toppers and <laughs> kicker. Right. I uh, will get a rugged prairie and a sundering titan. That's not playable in EDH, but Ugh. thanks. All right. All right. I wrote a copy of Deep Glow Skate that was desperately needing a reprint. Thing was like twenty-five bucks. Yeah. It's the double every counter on any kind of permanent. Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty solid card in uh, Super Friends. And Roiling Earthquake. Rolling Earthquake. That was uh, Portal Three Kingdoms and uh, the... Whatever that was. the From the Vault Annihilation. Yeah. Yep. Uh, man, I've gotten like three ever-flowing chalices already. I want to point out lore... Uh, lore interest. So the a blight steel, huh? Yeah, pulled a mesmeric orb and a blight steel. That's pretty good. That's a decent pack. Yeah. The the art from Quick Crib Swap, if you are unfamiliar, is uh, a changeling baby and like a Kithkin mom is like looking over it. And the if you look at the changeling counter that you get from this card from this set, it's the kid grown up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Interesting. It's pretty neat. Well, I, I did need a Mazeveth, and I got a Trinisphere. Hey. That's not a bad pack. Yeah, that's That's good. not a bad pack. I needed a Mazeveth for a long time. <laughs> I just refused to buy one. Oh, Dale, Chatter of the Squirrels in this set. Oh, man, look out. We got some squirrels. High Market and a Maseret. Crawl Death Priest. Hey, you don't need that Maseret awesome. for me anymore. Yep, I just built that deck the other day. It's pretty fun. And a Foil Crop Rotation. Alright. Foil Crop Rotation. That's pretty good. Yeah. So, I haven't seen... Is it that we cannot get the showcases in this? Uh, showcases are available in the Double Masters Booster Box. But okay. not in Foil. Okay. Hmm. And you get two of them as box toppers too, so. Yeah. 
My uh, my box toppers were Frexy Metamorph and I think Tower or mine. Just one of the two. So I well, kind of hopefully whipped. it was Tower because I got mine. And then we're two quarters of the way. Yeah, but yours is jacked. Yeah, yours yeah. is all fucked up. So. Yeah, that's true. Mine's totally ruined. Glimmer Void and Spellskite. Uh, I opened a box to sell packs out of for the shop, and my box toppers were Blood Moon and Chromox. Chromox. Yeah, well, get this. So I usually have really good luck with opening packs, right? Neil cracks this box open, pulls the box out, and says, Go ahead. Throws the box topper in front of me, I open it. It's Blood Moon and Chromox. So that's all my luck used right there. And then, and then when I crack my box, he says, okay, I, you open mine, I get to open yours. And mine's Phyrexian Metamorph in the tower. It's like, well, uh, that pack, I just ripped a Bloodsport Thrinax. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name. The 2-2 two -two would devour one. Yeah. And an Avacyn, Angel of Hope. I just got a Sword of Light and Shadow and an Ethersworn Canonist. What art is on the Light and Shadow? It's the, the old art. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so far this box seems decent. Decent enough. Um, a Liege of the Tangle, a Master Transmuter, and a Foil Worm Coil Engine. That's and a dope. Foil Flicker Wisp. That's a, that's a decent pack right there. Yeah, alright. Awesome. I've wanted Worm Coil Engine for a long while and just was refusing to buy one. Uh, Awakening Zone and Scarab God. Foil Power Plant, too. That's not, that's not the worst. Uh, another Crypt Swap. Uh, Sunken Ruins and, oh, a Swift Blade Vindicator. That's what terrible. What is that? Oh, my God. That's the, uh, what was it from Return to Ravnica? Ravnica yeah. The 1-1. One, one. Double Strike, Vigilance, Trample. Oh, I got Dark Depths on the Blood Spore Thrinax. Dark Depths. It needed a bunch. It needed some reprints. Yeah. You know, it's become much more prevalent, I think, in our meta, at least. I see at least, you know, a few Dark Depths. Thespian stage people trying to their shenanigans. Uh, I like this wound reflection, this new artwork on it. That's pretty sweet. Oh, that's, that is pretty sick. He has like, what, vampires or something? Yeah. A pair of vampires performing a blood ritual. Uh, Kemba, cool. Ka Regent, and Beacon of Unrest. Foil trash for treasure. That's funny. Is it the, yeah, the, <laughs> the goblin is just like, yeah, that Ooh. art is great. Oh, that's pretty sick. I didn't actually see that. Uh, Graven Cairns and Godot, but a foil Hannah's Ships Navigator in the new art. Oh, man. That's pretty cool. That'll actually might hold its value there. That was the last card. No, uh, it, no. It's not, a different art? Yeah, this is Chris Rollis. It's not... Uh, oh, okay. All right. Uh, Therese Nielsen. Oof. Um, trash. Krathis, Tyrant of Jund. There's a Rift. A Cyclonic Rift and an Adaptive Automaton. And a Foil Urza's Mine. Well, I'll take that Rift. Right. Even though I hate the 
freaking Cyclonic Rift. It's such a good card. Oh god. Mirror Battle Sphere and Braid's Conjurer Adept. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. That was a, a communal ugh. Uh, a Time Sieve, a Jace the Mind Sculptor. Hey, there you go. All right. Nice. Can't go wrong with Jace. Adaptive Automaton and Brudiclad. Again. Ugh. What are uh, some of the cards that you guys are specifically trying to get from this set? Blightsteel. The, the showcase version. Ah, uh, the showcase foil lightning greaves. Okay. Yeah. Falconrath Aristocrat and Shamanic Revelation. Uh, a Brea Ethereum Shaper and a Maelstrom Pulse. You've ripped a ton of mythics. Yeah, I'm, I'm so selling far. a lot of mythics. Yeah. Ew. Skirk's Dog High Priest and Boon Reflection. Oh, man, that's a rough one. That is a <laughs> sad, sad, sad pack. Ugh. Magus of the Will and Ratchet Bomb. Oh, here's a pretty bad pack, too. Graven Cairns and Thrag... Drag Tusk, the five mana five three thing that makes the token. The, that thing's been printed into the ground the last like, yeah, two years. Austere Command and Stonehewer Giant. And a foil Fatal Push. But now that it's in this set, it's gonna be like a dollar card. Yeah, it is what it is. Grand Architect and Ad Nauseum. I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't look at the full set spoiler for this. And we'll get a Phyrexian Revoker and Academy Runes. There you go. But okay. I'll take this Foil Death Reap Ritual because I just put that in my Masric deck. Oh, and there's the Shapeshifter token you were talking about. Earlier. Yeah, little, <laughs> little dude all grown up. That's pretty cool. Uh, Mana Echoes and Eryxmethes. I can't believe that Mana Echoes is a, is a mythic. Yeah, that, I thought that was pretty weird, too. Grody, dude. Yeah. Avenger hey, a and Chrome Mana Mox. Reflection. And an Endless Atlas. You got all the good mythics? I got all the trash mythics so far. Uh, Chrome Mox all day, because I was hoping for one of those. A Foil Cast Down. I still think that card's kind of like, underrated. Underrated. Dualcaster Mage, Kuldatha Forge Master. Hmm. Yeah, I still haven't seen a single, uh, like, non-foil uh, showcase style card yet. Terastodon and Inkwell Leviathan. Oh, that's foil Sword of War and Peace. Nice. There's my foil, uh, foil mythic. Got a Vishkal Blood Arbiter, a Lux Cannon, and a Foil Brainstorm and Icker Wellspring. I'll take the Foil Brainstorm. Yeah. Uh, Blink Moth Nexus and Flooded Grove. And a Foil Ratchet Bomb. Well, I think it's the this is a real hot and cold. Either yeah. you, you hit big or you hit not much at all. 
Thoughtseize counsels judgment. And a couple. You got all the good rares too. Thoughtseize counsels judgment. <laughs> Dude, ca that pack is great. Thoughtseize is like 20 bucks. Council judgment, I think, is also like 20 bucks. Sweet. here an ensnaring bridge and an austere command okay definitely i'll take that ensnaring bridge is one of those cards i've wanted for a long time and refused to buy it's a good card definitely um a vexing shusher uh geth lord of the vault i've been wanting that card for a while too What's the rarity and on Geth? He's the mythic. Mythic and a foil glimmer void. So awesome. That card's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I can't believe they even put that in this set. Yeah, like, it's, it's a weird. I thought the choices of cards they put in here, like the chaff style, like rare cards, I just glimmer, thought it was Glimmer like, void's not a chaff weird. rare. That's an affinity rare. Like it's well, an affinity? I guess, deck. yeah. I don't know. I don't. I never see. But like we talked about this, that, especially this set is just like modern masters two times. You know. Twilight Mirror and Blade Splicer. Gross. Down to the nitty gritty. Let's see here. Inkwell Leviathan and Leonin uh, Abundus. And a foil expedition map and a foil mistress bobble. And a cool green black elf warrior token that actually looks pretty cool. Well, that does look pretty sick. That's Nafa Guilt Leaf, I think, makes this. Yeah. And All right, last, last pack, pack for you. What do you got? Well of Ideas and Tempered Steel with a foil of Braid and Kozilux Predator. Ugh. Eh. You overall, did better than me. It was a pretty decent box overall. Let's see how many mythics I got out of this. We got the worm coil, the ensnaring bridge, the geth, the doubling season if you count that, chrome mox, brea, jace the mind sculptor, uh, Avacyn, Angel of Hope, Blightsteel, Colossus. Yeah, you crushed yeah. my box, dude. And that's it. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven mythics, and then with the box topper, doubling season, eight. Not yeah. too bad. I can't complain. Aside from well, the allow me to do it for box you. Toppers. Now, I mean, I might have got the same amount of mythics, but your mythics were just better, like your overall. Avenger of Zendikar, man. I, I still don't think that should have been a mythic either. Like, I feel like it's already had quite a few printings, and a ton. it's just it's, it's, had it's a pretty cheap card to begin with anyway. It's just had an absolute ton of printings. Um yeah, I don't, I don't know what the over, like the expected amount of mythics was. Yeah, I have no idea either. You know, 
I'm not sure what the actual number is. We'll have to see like more of it getting opened up. But yeah, I'm debating on what cards I want to pick singles up of the uh, showcase foils. Still not sure yet. I kind of do want a Blood Moon uh, foil. That'd be nice to have. Overall, the, uh, I mean, the variance in the chaff rares, like, you got good chaff rares, too. Yeah, versus what I could have pulled, you know? Like, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's some booty rares in here, but I'm definitely trying to pick up a foil uh, showcase exploration, a blood moon. And aside from that, I don't know. Those are really the two that I really wanted. And if the uh, showcase Urza lands are cheap enough, I'll probably just pick those up just for the yeah, just to have just them. to have the panoramic view. Yeah, I mean, like, but some of the like I said, I'd never, I didn't even looked at the overall like spoilers. So some of these rares in here were just like, what? <laughs> you know, like, why is that here? Yeah. So what, you got what, seven mythics? Yeah. I also got seven mythics, but yours are just way better. <laughs> yeah, I got the Avenger, Mana Echoes, Karthus, Tyrant of Jund, uh, Dark Depth, Scarab God, Sword of Light and Shadow, Transphere, and a Foil Sword of Worm Piece. The Tyrant of Jund is pretty cool. If he didn't already have like three printings, then... Yeah, I feel like like dragons too. I haven't really seen that many decks with a lot of dragons in it lately, aside from the Terror uh, of the Peaks. What is it? Ter yeah, Terror of the Peaks. Aside from that recently, I mean, there's a couple people who run like Dragon Tribal, but I always wanted to build that deck just because I thought it was cool. There you go. You can awesome. have it. Sweet. Maybe I'll finally build a Jun deck then. Yeah, well, Jun's real good. Just Jun'd it out. Yeah, no way. Naya's way better. Incorrect. Naya shits the pants of Jun. No. Let's just go there. It doesn't do that. Because uh, having having black in the color profile is just infinitely better. Sorry. But, yeah. I mean, as far as the product goes, I mean, would you would you say it's, it's worth it to buy the box? Or do you just try and fish for packs? Man, I think if you get the box for like a decent price, then it's worth buying the box. But like if you're spending over, you know, anything over like 300 and, you know, I don't know, then I might just say grab the singles that you want. But, yeah. Well, I mean, okay, so so we know what it, what it costs you to get the, the, the box, Neil. What, what would you sell a pack of this for? Uh, packs would be 12 bucks. Okay. So that's, I feel like that's pretty fair. Um, yeah. Two rares, possibility of hitting some pretty disgusting stuff. Yeah, I like that. $12, I think, is a, is a good price point for it, for sure. And especially if you look at the prices of, like, ma other Master Set packs yeah. and Modern uh, Horizons packs. And I think the value is definitely there. If you're spending 12 bucks a pack, it's worth 
Yeah. It's worth cracking packs, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some total gouging going on for the boxes of this. You know, three fifty, four hundred bucks. I've seen some. Yeah, some if, it, stuff. if somewhere's trying to charge you that much, then I would definitely not be buying boxes and just spend the four hundred dollars buying the singles you want. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, I don't know much about the VIP. I don't think we have. There's, I mean, there's just a. There's not a lot of product to crack right now because they'll probably. They hold, what's that allocation period where they try and get everybody at least something and then, oh, right. then you can order what you want. Um, I'm not sure if the master sets follow the same logic or same type of allocation period. I was seeing something too today about uh, delays, a bunch of delays and uh, delays re- in 2020. Stuff, no so. way. <laughs> I don't believe it. It's like, yeah. That would suck to already be paying such a high price that so you like pre-ordered it, you know, at a yeah. price, and then your stuff gets delayed. You don't even get it to open it today, and you gotta wait. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At that price per box, I don't think it's a product for me. Um, I'm not sure the VIPs at a hundred dollars a box is a product for me either. But there's well, there's is, good commander cards. In that there. is Wizard's favorite saying. Something's too expensive. Oh, it's not for you. Yeah, this this product might not be for you. You know, if you can't afford two hundred dollars a pack, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like, man, I don't know. I don't know anybody that can do that. But yeah, like the VI, the VIP packs, I hate them in theory. It's it's one of those things. It's like if people go ham on these VIP packs and show wizards that there is enough money out there to justify doing something like this all the time and this becomes like a normal ugh you if know. you're paying $25 for a collector's booster though four collector's boosters versus one of these you're paying the same price right yeah yeah you buy four collector's boosters for 100 bucks or buy one VIP thing how many cards is in there 30 32 Something like that. Versus what you're gonna get, uh, sixty cards, out of your four collectors packs. Four collectors packs. So more rares. You probably end up with the same amount of showcases, roughly. Yeah. Hmm. But interesting. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, but the they're never gonna print like a collector's booster, that's going to have ridiculous reprints in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there will be ridiculous cards in collector's boosters. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I just, I got a, my uh, birthday's coming up, right? And uh, someone got me a, a collector's booster just to, to, for my birthday present, and I ripped a Teferi, you know, a borderless Teferi. That's like my ninth Teferi that I've pulled from a pack. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's probably where all my luck from this box went. Yeah, like, oh, just 18 to fairies. fairies. <laughs> right. Would you like to pull one Blightsteel Colossus boy or 10 to fairies? So. I'm a little surprised. You guys really were, were bashing on this thing hard. I thought there would be a lot more salt going into the microphone right now. Than I'm more salty. you're just like tepid. Meh, it's okay. It, it's just like lukewarm. We'll see how much... Uh, 
We'll see how much hatred I have whenever I try a VIP pack and get an expedition map. Then I'll, I'll put my fist through a wall or something. Yeah, I mean, seeing the spoilers coming out and all the just bunk rares that they put in upshifted uh, rarities of cards, Ugh. it definitely did piss me off. Like, I definitely think that they just stuffed a ton of crap in here because they just didn't want to, like, reprint all of the value stuff that they could have reprinted because they're going to obviously want to continue to sell more sets yeah and uh there's the rumor going around too i don't know if it's true or not but they were saying uh that there was supposed to be a master set that was like artifacts based but that it got shelved at the last second and they needed to replace that set so they just replaced it with double masters i don't know what the truth is behind that but uh you know it is what it is but Oh. We'll crack uh, we'll crack one VIP. Yeah, we got a VIP double masters right, box here, and let's see what, what you got. What we get? Right? <laughs> you, you picked up the box and pulled out this little pack of cards and then shook it because uh, it's like this huge thing of packaging. All right, we got a foil. I'll flip one. it. Coil token, sweet. Oh yeah, that's pretty sick. These are your. Uh, I think it's like. 17 foil commons uncommons? Yeah. 17 foil commons and uncommons. So your next, your rare should be right there. Ugh. Gross. Thoughtseize and Batter Skull. And you get all these full art lands and then the two in the back are... Oh man, no, dude. So you get... You pulled the foil showcase batter skull and a foil showcase thought seize for that hundred dollar, right? Hundred dollar. And I mean that's a good. I think that's a a decent showing of what a median pull looks like. Because like the thought seize and the batter skull, neither card was super expensive, you know. Yeah. But they were expensive in a. You know, if 20 bucks would have been whatever. Now, I don't think the prices will be a very good, uh, like now, I don't think the prices will be like very yeah, indicative of what they're going to be because, I mean, it's opening day, so everybody's just going to be cracking as many. I mean, there's people cracking booster cases of these VIP packs, you know. So the prices are going to fluctuate pretty heavily. For the showcases, I think it might be a tad more stable just because they are rarer. So, like, the prices right now for both of those is about 90 bucks for both of them. So, I mean, I guess, you know. And then you count all the other foils you foil, got, probably foil about lands, the same. Anything? Uh, those are the, the one is from the unhinged, the planes, and then the island is from the uh, Battle for Zendikar, so... I'm pretty sure the foil planes might be something, because the the unhinged reprint lands I think are going to be much more expensive than the Zendikar full art foils. Right. Um, but them printing the the unhinged lands was pretty awesome. So that means more unhinged lands for everything else. Yeah, those lands are really nice looking. Definitely. I think they're. I think John Avon is John Avon. Uh, he did the yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did all of them. I think he did like all of the 
curious. Yep. Did mountain. What's the forest look like? Yeah, he did all of them. But yeah, I mean, it it definitely is a big high roller product. You spend a hundred bucks, you gotta you know, you gotta expect it. You know, I you're feel get like dumped it, on it sometimes. I know people hate when you say this, but it's like playing the lottery, honestly. If, like, a regular PAX is like a regular scratch-off lottery ticket, your chances of getting your money back are a lot lower versus the $50 lottery ticket, or in this case, the VIP booster pack, the chances are a lot better you're going to get at least your value back out of, out of it, but you also just have a much better chance to actually pull, like, a lot of extra value so yeah I, I mean I, I I've seen people hit not so big on these like I was watching uh, Rudy from Alpha Investments and pulled a, a showcase uh, what was it showcase crypt foil showcase crypt and a foil non showcase force in the same VIP pack. So that's like... Yeah, that's crazy. Insane. Was, yep. I'm pretty sure that was what the showcase was. But <laughs> even just the foil non-showcase force is 190 bucks. You know? So yeah. saying that you spend 100 bucks to get 200 bucks is like... Yeah, okay. Yeah, Every time. <laughs> I, uh, I could see... I think maybe drafting this set might be fun. Because of the amount of rares in it, I think it would be yeah. much higher power draft format. But I know a lot of people here don't draft. Um, we're mostly just here for to try and rip staples for commander for trade. Yeah, and I I don't understand why more people up here just don't draft. Like people buy tons of packs. Like if you're gonna buy three packs, let's just all buy three packs and just draft it. You know, that's just, just too much some, time. Just I don't. Fun I don't. Do. No, I don't want to draft. I don't want to give people my stuff. If we're going to do that, then you know, yeah. anytime he cracks a master's box, we'll just buy what, but six packs. But there's double the rares. They can only keep one. <laughs> just buy six packs. That's not true. You get to keep two on your first turn. Really? Yeah. Do, modified what? draft rules. Yep. Oh, wow. I would just go rare I'll draft. I'll go back and, and check that, but I think when uh, we got our last, our last email, they're like, yeah, we're changing the rules up for this one. You get to keep two cards from your first pack. That's pretty cool. All right. That's cool, yeah. So then you do get to keep So you can <laughs> rare draft. Yes. Right. Rare drafting for the win. Yeah, especially in a set with two rares. It's like, yeah. I will never let a rare. Or you get that sick foil rare, and then you take that and the one good rare and pass the chaff rare. <laughs> it's like, get out of here. But I also, we did not see any non-foil showcases aside from box stoppers. Yeah. Yep. None. So I'm not sure, like... Maybe they're just extremely rare, like non-foils. Are they only openable in box hoppers for boxes? You know, it's yeah. just that was strange. That is weird, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The one that I'm looking for is sneak attack. I think that that showcase sneak attack is awesome. Yeah, you put that in your peripheral stack. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get trying to get a bunch of fun foils and stuff in, in peripherals. Uh, it's definitely become one of my pet decks. I just enjoy. 
It's not super expensive. Like the deck itself is not insanely yeah. it's expensive. It's a good one to though. Play. It's fun. Yeah. It's cheating things in super quick. Yeah. I play I try and play it like a like a blue deck where it's like I just gotta wait to combo out. It's like on somebody's end step I uh I purpro sin Godo. So then he does he stays till my end step. And then the helm's already on board and I can untap and have all that mana to to react and things like that. But yeah, it's been been pretty fun. The uh, how you liking your Mazarek? Oh, that deck's pretty fun. I like it. I mean, it's definitely my style. Just pretty much like beatdown. Uh, it's got the aristocrat thing in there, you know, just everyone sacking everything constantly, and then I spew out a few tokens and Ste just make them real big. Steal your grave pact. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that happens, and then the deck doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I, what was the what was the situation? You gaunted me, right? You cast Gaunty. And yep. when Gonti enters the battlefield, you look at the top four of my library and take a card. And then, then I copied it. your Gonti with a heat shimmer. And then I equipped the helm of the host onto <laughs> the copy of Gonti. So I got a non-die at the end of the turn Gonti. So I Gontied you twice, and I got your Zolaport Cutthroat and your, uh, your Grave Pact. And the Grave Pact was an all-star. Yeah, it did work big time. Yeah. Didn't uh, didn't like it when the shoes on the other foot, uh, huh? <laughs> no, not really. That's no fun. You need the shoes on for stomping. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, I did love playing your Winota deck today, like getting to pilot that. That was super fun. Yeah, that deck's awesome, man. It's so just explosive. It's snappy. <laughs> you need to put more lands in it, though, I'm telling you. Yeah, I know. I, I drew three no like land hands in a row. Like, come on now. Yeah, I'll have to throw in three or four more lands in there, bring it up a little bit. So, like, Neil, what what deck are you the closest to fully pimping out? Like, what's like? Is it Hydar? How many cards in Hydar are you? Uh, like seven. Seven. Well, then that for what that, can be foiled anyway, and then what. Is available that's not in foil. I'll just do bright altars. Okay, right on. For those of you unaware, Hydar Rhymewind Master is a five-drop, four and a blue. Uh, he can pay two and tap to bounce a permanent to its owner's hand. Uh, you can only activate this ability if you have four or more snow permanents on the battlefield, which is very easily reachable when you use all snow-covered lands. Those are all snow permanents. Yeah, the decks. Uh it's a, it's a local terror. <laughs> it is a local thing. I've never seen another Hydar player ever, and I think that's how you want it. Right. I, I don't think you, you know, I, I don't know anybody who's, like, picked up on the Hydar, Hydar tech. Yeah, hopefully they don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, the idea is um, somehow double my mana through extra planar lens is probably the easiest. Yeah. And then get strap on a Penanzora. Um to Hydar and just bounce every permanent that, that they have. And then that's they just rage rude. quit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's my win con. Just rage quitting? Yep. Yeah, yeah but when I do I when I blow up everybody's lands with Lord Windgrace, everybody yells at me. <laughs> oh, don't blow up our lands. That's not fun. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what's worse, having all your lands bounced to your hand or just them blown up. 
Eh, I don't know. Because you end up discarding them. You know, you can only play one land per turn. Yeah. So if they put all your lands in your hand, then you end up discarding a bunch of lands. So they end up in the graveyard anyway. I say they're just as bad. I, say, I, I, say I, I think it's better to just blow them up in the first place and just get them straight into the grave. Not mess none around of this, with having to end Yeah, none of this middleman <laughs> garbage. Right? Yeah. I think it is fun to just pick up a pet deck and spend a year just looking for ways to pimp it out, to foil it, get altars, uh, things like that. And then once I have them all, I'll just try to sell the deck. And I think that's what this deck is. I don't see Double Masters as much more than, you know, bling. And there's not a lot in here that I'm actively searching after to make my decks better. Um, just ways to make the deck prettier. That's my opinion. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of, uh, at least... I'm not sure if you're if you would get your stuff. Do you think you'd try and get your stuff lo altered locally, or mm -hmm. yeah? But uh, I always find altars to be like one of my favorite things to do to decks. Not me personally. Like I don't alter it myself, but I love altars. I think they're great. They're just they're tiny paintings, you know. Yeah, they're awesome, and you can pretty much you know commission whatever artist you want and give them an idea and have anything you want on a card, you know. Definitely the box toppers are cool and everything, and all this new art is cool and everything, but, like, you know, you can always just pay somebody and they'll put exactly what you want on there, you know? So. Yeah. I mean, I like, one example, I love your squirrel deck. Like, Yorvo, your lightning greaves is a square, <laughs> is a squirrel wearing lightning greaves. Yeah. Yeah, that one's a cool, cool one. And the soul ring, the squirrel holding an acorn as the soul ring. Both of those cards were done by the artist that goes by as altered on Instagram. I don't think they're commissioning any more art right now. They're just back to doing their own like actual full canvas yeah. painting and stuff like that, and not really messing with magic cards right now. But well, you were you were getting in that right? You were doing some altars. You were yeah, I did. I did some border extensions and like some foil peels. Foil peels, yep, I did some of those, yeah. Well, your your Yorvo is an Earl of Squirrel, right? Yep, foil peeled the Earl of Squirrel art of where it looks like the, you know, squirrel dressed as a noble. So that's the artwork for my squirrel tribal deck. That's a cool one. And then uh, I foil peeled the uh, large Gearid and put that over the small Gearid. The small Gearid. Yeah. For that, which that deck's probably my most pimped out flashy deck is Gearid. It, I mean, it's, you know, not like super powerful, but it's got most of the decks foiled out. There might be like 20 cards left that need to be foiled and maybe like a handful that just don't have foiled printings. But I didn't actually realize it, but I think uh, it's probably a tie between Perforos and Yawgmoth. The other day I was playing with Yawgmoth and I just realized that everything in my hand was foil and I didn't realize it. And I was like, wait a second, this is all foil. <laughs> when did I do this? But I just, you know, if I find a foil card that I like or is like in one of my decks, I'll pick it up just to pick it up if it's possible. Um, but I, like, luckily I have a ton of trade chaff. Like thousands yeah. and thousands, of, thousands. Yeah, <laughs> of cards to trade, so... Yeah, yeah, it's always a great feeling when you look down at your hand and you're like, wow, every card in my hand's foiled. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, when I uh, when I had finished 
my foil Narset deck, I laid all the cards out in like lines, and then I took pictures of the of all the foils. And then I got stolen. So you know, hubris, kids. You, <laughs> I was punished for my hubris. But yeah, it was like having a full foil deck was a pretty you know kind of accomplishment. Yeah, I'm still working on there. Once yeah, this we'll gear get is there. done. Well, I mean, It'll your lands are pretty cool. You got, like, what, 7th edition and Onslaught lands, like foils? Yeah, all pre-modern foil yeah. basics. Because so. that was Rith, right? That you had all those lands in? Yeah. And then you, like, moved them over? Yep. And then what What deck? It was It was Garrett where we were going over that stuff last night where you were, like, it was, like, 11 cards or something that you needed? Yeah just the last remaining cards I need to foil it out and it just sucks though because the last remaining <coughs> cards are all like you know doubling season parallel yeah. lives all these just like 40 50 plus dollar foils so it's gonna take a minute to get there but if I can make a big enough buy list order you know I'll get there yeah get there eventually so do you put this in and not get a foil doubling season no it gets a new one from wizards because yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I tell it's Wizards ruined. to send me a new box because they ruined my box by poor packaging. But, no, this I'll slot this into Geared for now uh, for the regular. Uh, Just press it between, like, some books. Yeah, I'll put that in there for now until I can find a, either a regular foil version or, I don't know, I doubt I'll buy the foil showcase. That's probably going to be ridiculously expensive. So Yeah. I'll just go with a pack foil. But... Yeah, I mean, as far as, like, providing foils to the market, I think Double Masters is going to be okay. I think the regular non-showcase foils will bring a nice dip to some really sorely needed foils. Like Blightsteel. You yeah. Know, there was only one printing of Blightsteel ever until now. Um, and I think that foil was sitting around, like, 150 bucks. Like, 200 bucks, something like that. Something that yeah because i know the regular non-foil there for a bit was up in the 80s yep nuts and that's like a card it's a, first of all it's a rude card it is a rude card if you crack somebody with a blight seal usually they die and that's just like that's it it's like that's instant salt yeah right? you yeah. become encased in salt i when mean someone like, sneak attacks you with a blight steel i i've done that <laughs> to you I like know. More than once. I still have the salt cake on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but as far as, like, getting stuff for uh, pimping decks out, I think the, the set will be pretty pretty awesome. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, what we were going to be talking about today. I uh, was cracking some double masters, probably bitching about it a lot. Uh, we bitched about it less than I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm super surprised. Really? I am. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. If the, I'm if just the, super mellow. If the rest yeah. of the crew would have been in here, I think oh, there would have been a lot. Yeah, more I feed a lot off of people, so, so I probably would have just been like, you know, way more salty. Yeah, I know Trevor. He was he was talking some pretty big smack on this set, so I'm sure if he would have been here tonight, he would have been definitely laying it on thick. Yeah, and, and give him a chance. You know, <laughs> next time we're on the mic, we might not even be talking about double masters, and I guarantee you, some salt's gonna find its way through the cracks. You know, there's not a lot can do to stop it is double masters something that we'll keep talking about i mean is this right up there with the like best master sets and stuff like that 
I, I don't think anything's going to come close to mystery boosters for a while, for commander cards and stuff like that. Like this is mostly because of price point. Mystery boosters, you you can still snag a mystery boosters box for about one sixty at a low, you know, and get a ton of stuff. Possibly mana crypt as well. You know, you get a bunch of like sweet foils. Yeah, but. You know, this, I think there's, there might be a little too much chaff in the wind. Yeah, I think, I think Double Masters is under uh, Mystery Boosters for me. Like, I think Mystery Boosters, since I've been playing Magic the Gathering and Amoncat Block, I think the Mystery Boosters is the best set that's come it, out. It definitely is. I agree 100%. Mystery Boosters is like the, the top tier of what you can print in an exciting way like because that was the that was the cool part about it you were getting like old bordered cards uh possible old foils there's a you know mana crypt treasure hunt going on underneath all that yep. some some foils that were in the two two hundred dollar range you know like scourge of the throne and stuff like that all got new foil printings easier to come by uh what was it what's the minamo minamo printing on in foil uh, that were, I mean, I had I well, I opened a ton of mystery bo- mystery yeah, boosters. I opened a ton, so like, I just thought every time I opened up a mystery booster pack, I was like, oh, I was excited, you know. And I felt like getting to the end of the double masters, I was like, what two cent rare is gonna be in the back of this <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah, but I would put like my ranking would be mystery boosters first, probably. Probably Ultimate Masters uh, second. Uh, this might come third or fourth near a Masters 25. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment for sure. I mean... And, like, Mystery Boosters wasn't even a Masters set, yeah. I don't think. But it was it was codenamed the Commander Masters. Yeah. Mystery so. Boosters is just amazing. Like, ridiculous. The, the card pool being so huge... The amount of just amazing staple cards for Commander in there, and like the fact of like actually drafting it, it's crazy draft experience as well. On top of that, and like affordable to actually do the draft, you know. Yeah. So like all around, Mystery Boosters, I think is like like the top like product. What every master should be aspiring yeah. to. Exactly. Know. But. Yeah, that's that's what that's what I'd put it. I'd, I'd put it at like a solid three or four, you know, out of the masters, because some some masters were just straight, you know, straight doo doo. Like some of the earlier master sets, like I think Modern Masters two, like I think it was twenty seventeen, right? Modern Masters twenty seventeen or twenty sixteen. Uh, I don't even no, remember. I can't remember. Yeah, it, and then. Then iconic, then twenty five, then ultimate. Uh, yeah, yeah. I liked I liked iconic. But yeah, I mean, if the if double masters wants to be successful, I think they should have just less chaff. Like I get that you're getting two rares, but seeing two twenty five cent rares back to back is. I'm getting more salty now that I'm talking about it. <laughs> I got you know, a bad every, taste. It's in my a mouth, delayed yeah. salt, maybe like a a, a, a long reacting salt. Yeah, slow release. Yeah, slow release. <laughs> That's it. The slow release saltiness. 
so we get the salt the whole way through, you know, the whole way through the experience. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Um, I would say that it's a solid meh for me for the, the, the box itself. I'll probably end up picking up VIP packs like they're going out of style. Because if I want, if I w at least want a shot, I wanted to see what the dispersal rate for the non-foil showcases were. But we cracked two full boxes, didn't even see one. Yeah. So you know, it's gonna be like, if that's the only place you can get the showcases in a regular box is box toppers. I, because I have yet to see anyone pull one from a double masters box at all. Even the people that are doing the openings, like on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, speaking of YouTube, we we made a, a pretty decent purchase today for the the channel. Um, Dale, do you want to talk about our, our next step? Uh, yeah, so we picked up a, a nice camera today. We're going to go ahead and start up a YouTube channel here and start doing some uh, games, some top-down Commander games for a YouTube channel and box came openings. in and said, Neil, get your toolbox because we got some construction to do here in, in your shop. I'm going to put some hooks here and two by fours there and some sheetrock over there. No. <laughs> oh, come on. But no, is I, you know, I think the media, the visual medium is better for, uh, you know, opening boxes, which is what I like to do. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I I think the experience will be better, and not, then you get to see some of the ridiculous commander games we play. Yeah, man, some commander games here are just ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, the format for content that you guys have been talking about is great too. You'll get to see um, YouTube play of a game, and then on the odd weeks that you're not doing a podcast, you guys are going to sit down and do the deck tech of the winning deck, mm -hmm. and yeah. then the following week we'll have a regular podcast like this, and then. It's a good idea. Yeah, I think it, it's going to put a lot more content out there. So, you know, more more stuff for your listening and viewing pleasure. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, I definitely think we've kind of been shirking there for a bit on uh, getting content out. But uh, luckily with this new advent of technology, we will be trying, hopefully producing, you know, close to double the content or, you know, yeah, maybe we'll even open, you know, some more Double Masters boxes on 4K so you can really see how bad those 25-cent sweating. Are. You can see me sweating trying not to punch through the table as I pull my fifth ratchet bomb. Like, uh, as, as Dale's sitting beside me pulling his, his fourth $50 Mythic, like, trying not to fight him. It'll be, it'll be great. So great. you guys are expecting to at least register a YouTube channel here in the next couple of weeks and people can expect to see uh, maybe a game by yeah, default? I think it, kicking it yeah. off with an inaugural game would probably be the best thing to do. Yeah, realistically on the time frame, probably, you know, maybe like a month and a half, you know, maybe maybe two months to actually have the channel up, running, and a video actually edited and put out that somewhere around there maybe a little bit faster fa I, I would even say faster because i mean but that's that's me saying that so we'll whatever. do some sweet giveaways for anyone who uh um subscribes yeah. to our youtube channel yep. 
Yeah, definitely. Well, I'll make a post on uh, our Instagram page and on my personal one. So once the uh, YouTube account's up and running, you can just hit the link and hop over to YouTube and subscribe there. And yeah, we'll get you entered into some contest that we have yet to come up with, but we will come up with. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, we'll probably get the YouTube channel done before we get the contest set up. Let's <laughs> yeah, like give all these things away for this YouTube. Like let's get the, let's get the video and the YouTube up. But uh, yeah, um, definitely fun time ripping double masters tonight. Glad to sit in with Neil. He's a, uh, he's a busy man. Doesn't get to give us his time uh, that often. So it's always a treat. Um, I th is there anything else you wanted to, to add about the YouTube or your salt or anything like that? No, man, I'm, we pretty much covered everything I wanted to hit on tonight. All right. Well, uh, from all of us at the uh, Commander's Vault, uh, have a good evening. This is JB. Neil. And Dale. And we're signing off. Thanks, guys.